Friday morning. It's Friday. Woke up at 4.30. Said, man, it's, it's too early. Woke up at 5. Said, wow, it's too early. Woke up at 5.30, and I said, all right, I'm getting out of bed. So here it was like 5.45. And you know what woke me up? Thinking about Jamie McMurray and that Dirty Mo Media uh, talk that Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jamie McMurray had. I start, You know, I always dream of my life from like 1986, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91. So my life was the best in racing only, in racing. So I had a wonderful childhood, loved my life, love it. But I, I dream constantly. I, do you dream? I dream. Kim goes, I never dream. I'm like, really? So I'm a weirdo. I dream my ever-living ass off. So anyway, in my racing career, 1986 to 1991 was the time of my life. Uh, one ASA Rookie of the Year. After three years, I got the, I got the opportunity to, to leave St. Louis, go south, as they say, and race in NASCAR, and I was winning Bush races, especially in what, 91 and uh, having the time of my life. It was only when I went to the big time. Uh, there's an old saying, the wall in that NASCAR garage area from the Xfinity side to the cup side might as well be 200 feet tall. The difference between the Xfinity garage and the, and the cup garage is huge. So anyway, I'm, I'm listening to all these uh, Jamie McMurray uh, snippets. You know, they, 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 they advertise it all over social media. Come to find out, Jamie McMurray was not having fun. Uh, I encourage you to go watch it. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Is a, is a wonderful interviewer. I mean, you know, I was on Dirty Mo Podcast. A lot of, I see a couple of people go, you need to be on there, Herman. I got to tell you, it's kind of like, the, you know, Kenny conversation. Go, go, go on YouTube. <laughs> I was on, I was on Dirty Mo. Uh, you know, I was, I was on there and, and Dale Jr. Pulled things out of me that I think I suppressed, you know, because it got so miserable, uh, my career from 1991. Well, I, there were some times after that were pretty good when uh, I went with Philmar Racing. But listening to Jamie McMurray. Now, here's a guy that won the Daytona 500, won Indy, won the Coke 600. You know, I remember Jamie McMurray winning all the big races. And this guy was winning... I think a lot. And he tells a story where his, his kid is now like going to be 13 years old. And his, his kid said, dad, if you could go back in time, what would you change? And Jamie says his wife perked up and said, we'd be, we'd be happy, right? Jamie goes, I never thought it. 
I never thought it. I never thought about it. Jesus, Herman. Well, it is 5.50 in the morning. What are you doing, Herman? Can't you see I'm kicking my ass? <laughs> I never thought about it. But Jamie McMurray said, yeah, we weren't happy ever. And then all of a sudden, Elliot Sadler, of all people, Elliot Sadler chimes in and, and says, yes, if people realize how miserable we were. And I, and I thought about Kenny Schrader immediately because there, there would be times that I would tell Schrader how miserable I was later in my cup career. And, and Schrader said, no, no, I wasn't. Schrader made me feel like shit. Schrader's like, hell, actually, I wouldn't want to do over because I'd probably mess it up. But Elliot Sadler chiming in was pretty incredible. You know, saying, yeah, it, it, it makes me think about more stories where it all comes down to money. Jamie McMurray says, yeah, he says, um, never forget Chip Ganassi basically saying, you're out because Kurt Busch has monster energy drink money. He's in. So here's, here's Jamie McMurray. He's won it all, right? He's won it all. He's won the Brickyard. He's won the Coke 600. He's won Daytona. But Jamie, you're fired. You're out because I got, you know, Chip said I got to take care of the company. And we're having difficulty finding sponsor. You know, Chip got roughed up. Chip Ganassi got roughed up because DC Solar left him. Uh, he didn't leave them. The DC Solar, he got all screwed up. That company, they got sued. And But anyway, there, there are more and more of these stories coming out later. You know, then I looked back and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how many more of these stories are out there? You know, my, my, one of my dearest best friends, Myself and Bobby Labonte have, have been reunited. We're going to start doing more things together. Uh, but, you know, Bobby just kind of petered out. Jeff Burton petered out. How many of those drivers were roughed up? And, and here all along, I was thinking they had something that I wanted. They were winning races, doing good. And come to find out, later on they come out and their story is told that they were fucking miserable. <laughs> my, I think of my mom now, my mom, Judy. Mom would say, Kenny, you always upset that you didn't get that cup win, but God's going to give you what you want. And she's right. I'm telling you right now that I was miserable in NASCAR later because I had, to, I had to pay money. I, I had to bring sponsors. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money, none, to give a race team. But come to find out, I mean, it's like that deal at Martinsville. I guess that Sheldon Creed was giving Richard Childress all this money. Now he's going to quit Childress and he's going over to Gibbs and he's going to give Gibbs all his money. Hell, I thought I was the only one getting all this sponsorship money and, you know, giving to these teams. I'll, I'll leave you with this. I was in the shower 
years ago, I was in the shower, I'm shampooing my hair and I thought, holy shit, I have a lot of money. Kim and I had money, but I was living my life in NASCAR. I had to get money and then give it to the team so I could stay racing. It was miserable. And that's the day I went outside and I said, gather all the kids up. Brandy goes, are we in trouble, Dad? I said, nope. I was on my back porch and I told my kids, I'm quitting NASCAR, I'm retiring. And it came down to that me in the shower going, oh shit, I forgot that we have money. I saved a lot of money, but that was over here. And if I was gonna stay in NASCAR, I had to bring money. And now it's coming out little by little. It's the, the Dale Earnhardt Jr. therapy session. He brings it out of these drivers and they go, yeah, oh, we were, we were miserable. <laughs> I'm shocked. I really am because I was kind of jealous of all these drivers. And when they were winning races, I guess they were just winning but not thinking anything of it. Hell, I was doing that NASCAR Victor Lane stuff means me suicidement. And I watched these guys come into Victor Lane. Remember that NASCAR Victor Lane show? My buddies would come in after winning the Coke 600. I'm like, oh my God. I'd cut that shitty pinky off to win these races. And here to come to find out later in life, they tell these real stories. It's a cautionary tale. Things aren't as pretty as they look, but I'll say this. Right now, I am living my best life. I am the happiest I've ever been. I never knew how shitty it was because you just, you're fighting to survive. You're, you're trying to get this money to give it to the team so you can stay racing. Come to find out, the car owners were doing the same damn thing. Holy shit. 10 minutes, Herman, watch your mouth. Have a great Friday, everybody.